0: Hello everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Working Comic Podcast. In this interview I sit down with J.R. Guzman. he's a uh, American Filipino comic, he's 29 years old and he's traveled the world doing comedy and is about to travel uh, to Hawaii and Asia and perform all over and get paid and this is so interesting because he's basically doing the intersection of my interests of like comedy and traveling and doing the whole four-hour work thing. In this interview, we also talk about making money doing comedy and how the status quo has changed and how you can kind of get your own fans and sell tickets if you have an audience. And we talk about alcoholism, doing the road, Uh, tons of really cool, inspiring stuff that you will like if you're a comic. So I hope you guys enjoy. This is a really cool interview. I'm sitting here with uh, Jr. De Guzman. Hey, what's a up, man? American Filipino comic. That's right. Yeah. Who uh, does music and has been on Kevin Hart's Heart of the City and uh, you were in Fresh Faces.
1: Yeah, uh, for just for laughs. Yeah, yeah, just for yeah, laughs too. Face in 2017. Yeah. And my face is getting older now, though. Now it can be a fresh face. Old and weathered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you're okay. it's like, oh, this guy's been through some shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, and then
0: yeah. you've like traveled the world doing comedy yeah. and music. Yeah, yeah. It's been, that's it's been insanely cool.
1: Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. Oh. Thanks for having me here. Of Your course. Coffee is yeah.
0: amazing. In my uh, North Hollywood dwelling. Yeah. I bet when you were coming up to the place, you're like, fuck, where am I? Yeah. Because I don't know. North Hollywood neighborhood not the best.
1: No, it's nice. I, uh, we've, I've just been, this whole time, I've been admiring just this experience. Like, sure, outside, I don't know, because it's also gray, so I don't judge anything in L.A. when there's clouds. Yeah. When there's clouds in L.A., I'm like, everything looks shittier. But, like, actually, coming in here, it's, like, so organized, and I feel like this coffee, the mug, it's not, this isn't a visual podcast, but the coffee mug, it looks like the fancy floor of a hotel bathroom.
0: It does. Like Honestly, I think that's my roommate's mug. He has a really nice mug. Oh, okay, gotcha. But I... It is like very pretty It's, it's really okay nice for And then you made me this
1: Americano I just feel like very taken care of in this podcast like I'll, I'll do this podcast for like 10 hours now Oh thanks, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yeah
0: we're yeah. gonna go an extra 9 hours Okay sweet, sweet. That's, that's cool Yeah. Um, so cool dude um, So yeah I just wanted to talk about oh, So I was watching your um, video With like 300,000 views almost yeah, you From Crest yeah. Theater yeah. In Sacramento And yeah. that was right after college And that yeah. was really cool Yeah, you were performing in front of. It seemed like a lot of people.
1: It was. It was like a thousand people. Jesus, but they weren't. It wasn't like I drew them. It was like it's like I got lucky to be able to jump on the show that had a thousand people. You know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, well then I'm gonna tape it. Plus, it was a clean set ish. The last song I did was pretty dirty, and I was trying to tape for to get a college agent. Uh huh. So it was a mix. I wasn't. I I did care about the cause as well.
0: Did (laughs) you get the agent?
1: I did. Yeah. So, before that, I didn't, right? So, like, I submitted a tape to a college agent, and they were like, oh, like, now he's too new. I was like, fuck, damn, like, this is my ticket out, you know? I was, like, living with my parents and all this stuff, and both my brothers were in dental school. My mom's a dentist. So, I was just, like, feeling shitty at home.
0: So, you reached out to the college agent?
1: I did. Two, two, uh, maybe, like, two agents. So, actually, I had a manager at the time who was like, you should do colleges. I'll submit you. Give me a tape. And I gave him this tape that I'd put together of the clean stuff that I had and uh and they both said no <laughs> really <That's laughs> originally nice. yeah and then I went and then I went to Asia I think we talked about this in Europe I was doing stand-up for like maybe a year out there while like volunteering what yeah I was volunteering at like hostels teaching English and then like service things like disaster stuff is yeah.
0: this right after college yeah
1: basically it was like a year after college yeah Wow. And then I think that's so why the video did well. you were 23 or four or something? I was like 23, yeah. I think that's why the video did well is because all my material – so YouTube, it's, a, it's not just America. It's like the world. All the material that I'd built up had to work for audiences that weren't just American but like Asian and like French or Dutch or something. So then when I finally had this 15, I think that the material I had – was more broad if that makes sense cool so it's like more relatable yeah i think so i don't
0: don't know humans yeah exactly it's interesting because there's always like i talked about this on my other episodes but like this idea of there being niche audiences Uh and how like a lot of comedians are blowing up because they have very specific niche audiences and then Mm. that feeds into um becoming more broad yeah yeah like that but it's interesting to see that you got success from kind of being more Having universal themes, I guess.
1: Well, because I remember going to the first set I did overseas, I want to say was in Malaysia or something. It might have been Philippines first, but I think, I think Malaysia was the first one where I was like, oh, shit, what am I going to do? And I, I started carving stuff out of, like, taking stuff out of my set that would just, like, not work because they're like, oh, what the fuck is he talking about? Yeah. And then um, and then same thing when I went, I did some stand-up in Amsterdam. And so, like, I carved out more stuff out of my set. But, honestly, I thought my set was getting dirtier out there. Because, like, because the stuff that would work is, like, dirty stuff yeah, out there. Because they're like, oh, yeah, we don't know about the politics in America, but we know about sex. And so, like, a lot of my stuff got dirtier while I was traveling. Interesting. Yeah. Even but though that was a clean set, the 15 that I did.
0: Oh. So, was it the same set?
1: Um, There were some of the same jokes. So... Basically, when I look back a lot of the songs I did got dirtier, but the jokes stayed clean if that makes sense Okay, I don't know why I don't know why it's like it's almost like as if songs just lend themselves To being a little bit dirtier.
0: That's funny. Yeah,
1: exactly. I don't know.
0: So you just traveled How did you like plan this because that's pretty ambitious? if not like overwhelming goal for anyone sure to be like I'm gonna take off a year and travel the world
1: Well, that's the thing is, uh, it is overwhelming for people, but also I don't think things through. So I'm very like, um, spontaneous based off of the emotion I'm going through right then. So this happened because my girlfriend at the time, she wanted to volunteer in the Philippines actually, because there was an earthquake and I was like, all right, I'll go. And then while we're out there, we're both like kind of loving it. And she was like, oh, maybe we should stay here longer. Okay. So
0: like and like you just yeah. had the money for this or is everything just cheaper? So it, it was, it was okay.
1: one it was cheaper. I didn't really have the money like set up where I had it planned, but also volunteering at the first place I was at, they they pay for everything. So like they pay for your food, all that stuff. So we looked up specifically volunteer places where it's like work exchange. Uh-huh. Like one of the things we did was woofing in Japan. You know woofing? No. It's like farming.
0: It's, wow. yeah,
1: you work on someone's farm and in exchange for like food and shelter.
0: So like an indentured serpent. <laughs> yeah,
1: dude, you're basically a slave. <laughs> like when I tell my family, like, they're like you're, you're a slave. I was like, no, 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 it's, it's farming.
0: Yeah, you're a slave. It's like, okay. But, uh. And then at yeah, the end, they take your crops and then you have to like. They take your crops and you they own, own debt your and then your your children. You have to like, pay more crops at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> was, like, your children work the farm too and all <laughs> that stuff. Yeah. But I was a, uh, Yeah. Wow. How's yeah. that? Which one? The, the wolf, wolf thing.
1: Well, actually, so I did it in Hawaii also. That one was fun. That one was cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then that one was life-changing where it was like...
0: pineapple fields or something? It's
1: like we did a lot of citrus, like lemons, oranges. Would you just pick
0: them all day? What do you pick, do? plant, we cut
1: down banana so trees. Sounds dude. pretty fun. It's pretty cool. Like if you live in america and it's like go 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 you get out of college all those things for so long i just burped into your podcast cool (laughs) it was a nice escape to be on there and like to be in hawaii and like live a totally different pace of life yeah
0: Yeah. wow have you thought about stuff like that at all yeah i always think about that stuff yeah it's definitely like very much a four-hour work week thing oh for sure going and leaving and just doing it and yeah. Kind of being like, fuck it. And then like canceling all your obligations. I will
1: say, like, you and w- as soon as I got here, everything that you've said, I, I resonate with and agree with. And I feel like we're the same guy, <laughs> just doing different things in life. If that's that, so interesting. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like the four hour work week stuff. I
0: try to find people that are identical to me. No, I'm kidding. I yeah, try yeah. to that's find people. <laughs> you just want people to, to
1: strengthen your opinions <laughs> yeah. on your podcast. Yeah,
0: no, condition. I like yeah. to find people that are like super motivated and yeah. like are look at themselves from a holistic view and are, like, trying yeah. to get better and... I love that, man. ...think about stuff. Like, actually are aware of financial independence, at least a sure. little bit. Like a
1: different way of life, almost. Yeah, yeah, that you don't
0: have to subscribe to the to the 9 to 5. But I feel like all comedians already realize that you don't have to subscribe to 9 know, to 5. I
1: know. It's just built in. But then even with... But they don't have a plan. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. they don't have an any idea of what where yeah. to go. Like, most comedians are like, yeah, this is just what I have to do or what I like wanted. They want to do comedy and they don't want to do the nine to five. But if you don't go in it without any kind of plan, I, it just sucks. Cause I don't, yeah. I never wanted to be someone who would like have to couch there for months, go through for sure. like very bad depression, which is like pr- partly a genetic thing, but like sure. also could sure. be circumstantial and triggered by yeah. your environment. But I don't know. I, I always want to make sure that I'm in a place where I can do comedy and, good and, and be good, yeah, and like live life exactly on my terms and how I want to.
1: Yeah, man. I think you're doing it. I think it's like you're you're putting the energy into that, and it's coming out like you're you're manifesting
0: it. Thank yeah. Know? If you um put your energy into one thing, I feel like it, that's, yeah, yeah, it just happens. Like you're Pretty gonna short. be taking the actions towards that thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that yeah, that's that's such a good philosophy that you have on all that stuff. And I think like. There, w- there is a romanticism when you... S- where did you start, L.A.?
0: Um, comedy? Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I guess I technically started in high school. Whoa. And I did, like, a comedy uh, class in New yeah. York. You're I like was a Chappelle, dude. Nah. You're one of the Chappelle's. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, uh, I'm Dave's yeah. little brother. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. But, uh, no, yeah, I started in when I was 18, and then I, I did this comedy class in yeah. Manhattan School of Comedy, and Sick. it was fucking, like, crap, but it got me to do it.
1: Sure. I'm, I was... Uh, the classes I did were fine, but I also did classes and that's how I got my start. It was I looked back at it, it's almost like I just needed training wheels to get me on stage.
0: A lot of people need the class or like that's yeah. the first thing people are going to do cuz imagine if you're not in the comedy community, you have no idea that it exists. You don't know yeah. what these open mics are. Like you're just going to be like how do I get in? Oh, I take a class. Yeah. That's what everyone thinks.
1: Uh, yeah, dude, when when the second I tell anyone that I started out in a class, they think that that's how everyone started like oh so you all are graduates oh like, <laughs> like oh other non-comedy people yeah yeah cause like I'll be just on a plane or, or a Uber mm-hmm. or something so I was like how did you start I was like I took this class oh okay so that's how you start I was like I mean, that's
0: how I Well, it's actually funny. I was re- looking at, this kind of related, but I was yeah. reading the YouTube comments on your video, yeah, and one yeah. dude's like, this guy's really funny. Hope he gets a job as a comedian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I'm just like, what does that mean? I don't know. I'm they, still looking for ha- that, People dude. have no idea what that is. Well, you know what? Get a job th- as a comedian. That, that's so funny.
1: Well, that's a, there's a realistic thing about that where I think about as a comic. Th- this is a good topic for a working comic because I, I wonder how other comics feel. Sometimes I feel like it never, never feels like enough. This I, I know, a lot like I shouldn't feel this way, but it never feels like. I always feel like I'm trying to look for the next thing. So it's like, if right now, you asked me three years ago, like, if I told myself I'm doing all the things I'm doing now,
0: I'd be so stoked. Like, I know. I think about that too. Yeah. Like, but then uh, I'm. Yeah. But then in the current moment, I feel
1: now. I'm like, oh, until I get this certain thing, like I'm not a real. I'm not really doing what I want. You're like constantly
0: now. grasping for the next thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's not healthy. I just know that it's there. It's just, a I monkey, know that's a definitely a very
0: common feeling. I feel like a lot of people feel like that, that have reached any tangible amount of success because mm-hmm. <clears throat> like they're used to, like they're able to be successful and they're getting to the next level and they're just constantly striving to the next yeah. thing. And that's kind of what motivates them. But at the same time, yeah. it's like kind of sad because if you're always thinking about only the next thing then you can't appreciate Enjoy. it. Cause like sometimes I'm like, I should have to t- take a step back and be like, truly maybe the only thing I could do right now is just be grateful that yeah. how good things are because yeah. like you said yeah yeah like two or three years ago like in college if I imagine my life now I'm like this is my dream like this yeah, is my dream you're, li- you're living it yeah. like in college I didn't even think this far ahead I was just sure. like okay, yep, I want to be able to work remote so I can do comedy. Yeah. And then I have the best situation, luckily.
1: Dude, I love it. So, so I'm, I'm curious. It's funny, like, I'm, I'm, I have all these questions for you, dude, because I'm just interested, you know, coming in here, drinking this good coffee. <laughs>
0: uh, you've, How many episodes have you done now? This is, like, the 51st. Wow,
1: that's crazy. So you probably interviewed a lot of comics, a lot of people who are doing a diverse background of things in comedy. Yeah. And like, doing d- successful people. Like, have you found any commonality... Because cause you're, like, a researcher, really. You know, I you're guess. You're a podcasting. Yeah, I'm basically you're, doing, you're, you're, you're like, you're Tim Ferris for, like, up-and-coming comics exactly. and people in entertainment. Tools for Titans, yeah. but comics, specifically. Yeah. So, like, have you found things that you find are threads as far as what's, like, healthy habits of comics or the things that differentiate comics that are, like, y- you know, doing things that you would want to do? Have you noticed any commonalities, you know? If, if you were to write a book, like, like I know. Tim I feel like Ferris's. I'd have to, like,
0: kind of go back and review. Um, I feel like uh, I've had a lot of comedians and I've had a lot of writers. Yeah. I feel like the comedians tend to be less organized.
1: Yeah, there's a two-way difference. Um,
0: I was surprised things. that you came pretty on time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, most people, <laughs> like, they'll come on time, maybe, like, five or ten minutes late. Yeah. But the writers are always perfectly on time or yeah. early. Um, I
1: think I'm right in that hybrid cause I think I showed it at, like, 12.05. So it was, like... Comic, Like, you got to be still a little bit late, but, like, the writer in me is like, well, I got to be kind of on time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. Total five is perfect. Yeah. I know. Um, so, yeah, writers and comics.
0: Things, uh, they do. Everyone's, like, everyone has imposter syndrome for the most part. Yeah. Um, even yeah. people that have uh, received a high degree of success, they don't realize it. Um, yeah. And it's in, what are some, like, I'm trying to th- Think if I distill like the habits of these people and what they are. Yeah. Usually, I think most people have a sort of writing process or like daily writing process. Cool. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I would have to go back and look. Cause dude, that that's, that's It's hard to like summarize. No, There's for so sure. Many.
1: And like, I mean, I, I was, I, maybe I was just like selfishly wanted to know if you had the answer to it all. You oh, you, dude,
0: you should listen to um when I interviewed Osama. Yeah. You? Sadigui? I feel like you'd like that. Yeah, like, yeah. Do you know him?
1: We did. We've just been in cert, like shows together before. I don't know him well, but uh, I, I feel like, him. like he's I like kind vibe. of like
0: like us. Yeah, and he's also more. He's extremely charismatic. Yeah, yeah, very charismatic. He's like it's next level. I, just, so I, I feel literally like, interviewed him about that. I'm like, how are you like this?
1: Is he ever not charismatic? Like that's what I want to. Whenever I meet someone really charismatic, I'm like, what do you like?
0: Sad. Like, I know. I don't, I'm I don't, sure my, my, like my mind not. goes there. I mean, I feel like being. A good skill, if like you, you're charismatic like that, is if you are sad, not to bring everyone else down. Mm, he's he's I like to, he's one of those talk guys. Talk to your thing. friends maybe about it. Like yeah,
1: I'm sure you know he has emotions. He's still like oh yeah, of course. He's no, like what is. I think most audiences after I get off of stage expect me to
0: be. You know yeah like, he's, oh, he's I, still on. You know dude, like, I feel like that's what really they expect every comedian to be like. Yeah yeah, because he's great. like next I, level.
1: I'm I'm almost like. I, I respect it when people are like, oh, you're just like funny all the time, charismatic all the yeah, time. Yeah, that's hard.
0: Because I, I always feel like when I
1: get off stage, I mean, I'm like, someone comes up to me and they like want to buy me a drink, all these things. I'm like, shit, I'm
0: about to let them down. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude, after. it's sad. There's a lot of pressure <laughs> to be funny. I hate yeah, it. Like, yeah. I don't like when people introduce me as a comedian because I feel like to be funny, I have to like uh, kind of be friends with someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That comfortability. Because like, I don't have the comfort. Like, it's weird because there's a certain level of confidence sure. of, like, when you're on stage. That's and you're, so funny. You're yeah. telling the joke, and you're, like, you're yeah. just, like, okay, whatever. It's a bunch of random people, but, like, I've done it on stage before. Sure. And then there'll be other circumstances when you're with your close friends, and you risk telling the joke. Because you already have to laugh and the safety, yeah. But then if it's, like, a random social group, yeah. and you're, like, in it, it's yeah. just, like. Well, you don't it's know. It's, like, weird.
1: You don't know that audience. You don't know. And it's, like, there's an attachment to them that, like you don't have with an audience you know where like say I go into a group of people that you are you have to stay there exactly <laughs> yeah with not audience like, I might never see you guys again but I also feel like the, the funny thing about that is I picture like I agree with you I'm funnier when I have that comfortability with somebody so if like an Uber driver or something found out I was a comic and wanted me to be funny like, I come have on, to, tell I'd have to be like well like Let's, like, get vulnerable first. <laughs> like, like yeah. Tell me about, like, your dark secrets, and I'll tell you mine, and then I think I'll, I'll be able to be fine. Yeah, I know. And yeah, 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 you yeah. don't, like,
0: figure out how I could... Um, yeah. I, I want to have just something ready. I hate being... I feel like it's also... I feel, like, so lame when I'm like, oh, nah, nah, I don't... I'm not going to tell the joke. It's <sighs> When they um, ask you to tell a joke, yeah. I'm just, like... I'm just well, sitting just, there just and, like, everything. wow, I'm just a yeah. loser. <laughs> like, I just feel like... Dude, bad. I
1: felt like that so many times. We're like, oh, so, like, uh, I know you hate this question, but... <laughs> i literally just have
0: like go-to impressions now. I'll just do, I'll literally like do Trump and I'll be like, um, excuse me, we're doing so well. Let me tell you, I know <laughs> a lot of people and that's awesome. I'll dude. just go, I just feel like simple Jack from like yeah. Tropic Thunder. Like I'm yeah. just like performing. <laughs> like I don't want to be doing this impression. Does it work though? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Hey man, you gotta have, I don't, you gotta have, I like have my
0: like sellout impressions I'll do yeah. and I'll be like, okay, like I don't even have to try to be funny. I just I will, I've
1: bombed for those. When people ask me to do a joke and I've bombed and I'm like, ah, I should have just done nothing. <laughs> I'm like damn it <laughs> How do
0: you I recover from the bomb Like huh eh, Not that funny And then I start listing off
1: Like what credits Could I list off To try to gain their respect back But it, it's not They always just want A free show They're like well, Even the question When they ask you like Oh what do you talk about on stage They're expecting you To go into your set I know Like well funny What I talk about is this And then boom You're on I know Yeah but
0: What the hell And then like If the thing is dark or something Then forget it <laughs> Yeah do not talk about that do you know
1: Diego Curiel? I don't. Great uh, great buddy of mine. Really funny dude who always is on, can't turn it off, but he also has Asperger's, so I think it's that. And uh, wh- like he really does have Asperger's, and it's just so funny. It, <laughs> not to make fun of Asperger's, but I honestly think that's why he's so fucking funny. And uh, he's just like, l- his mind works in jokes. It's like he got this savant thing that he's always like writing
0: a joke or something. But, uh, really? Really? I honestly feel like I might have that. Really? That's I'm literally in every situation. I'll be like, Processing thinking of a joke. joke. I'm thinking of a joke. <laughs> and then, like, everyone's like, dude, be serious. Yeah. And I have trouble.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I have a bouncer in my head, like filtering those out. Like, there's a guy who's like, someone will say something really personal and vulnerable to me. And the first thing is a joke. But now there's that bounce. ugh. Oh. No, nah, nah, he's not invited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this joke's not invited to this conversation. I was like, "Oh shit, my bad. He's not on the list." <laughs> yeah, he's not on the list. Oh, okay. But uh Diego, I witnessed him bombing for a waitress. Our waitress came up, found out we're a comics. That's so funny. I bombing in real life. Dude, I, I was I, I wasn't as brave as him. I opted out of the conversation. You know, I was like, "Ah, oh, it's cool. I'm just going to eat." Diego did jokes from his set and with his jokes from his set, and it was just amazing.
0: Wow, yeah. I've definitely done that. I've definitely done his set. set in real life. Yeah, yeah. But like, did you
1: do it because somebody asked, or just kind of like? I would in like it sneak in. it. Oh whoa, you're a bad boy, dude. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but you have to make sure they don't know you're doing stand up. Because yeah. if they're like, "Is this?" <laughs> then you're just really a broken person. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they, like, you're just like talking to someone. You, they, oh God! Like, are
0: you holding your bagel like a microphone? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what yeah. Are you
1: doing? Why, why are you asking me what I do for a living and then riffing? <laughs> are you doing crowd work on
0: me? Doing crowd work? That's weird. Yeah. I'll, any girl, I'm like anyone in a relationship here, it's like it's just me. <laughs> it's I just me. Your yeah. coworker.
1: <laughs> you guys ever on Tinder? You guys.
0: <laughs> it's Solo. Yeah, man.
1: Um so funny.
0: So yeah, so let's talk about how you um I know kinda tangent. I love it, dude. Going back to the original thing. How did you plan traveling the world? So you reached out to different
1: It was like I think I knew Agencies, I guess. Uh for like traveling. So I wasn't really repped at that time. I didn't have an agent, I didn't have a manager. I would look them up on Facebook. Agents? Not oh you're talking about who would you look up on Facebook? So, this is when I was in Asia. I'll oh, produce In Europe. I'll look up show, yeah, show producers, bookers, stuff like that, find out which comics were on that show. You know, the, the typical, like, if people don't know this, too, just at any level, this is a good thing to know is just reach out to comics who've been on the show and, yeah. and find out, you know. So, I was in Asia. I was like, the reason I would go to cities and volunteer there, because my girlfriend wanted to travel, but I wanted to do stand up while we're traveling, because the comic in you feels like, oh, if I don't do sets, I'm going to get worse. And so we would th- find the middle ground by picking cities where they stand up. okay so it was like Malaysia because in Kuala Lumpur there's a scene that was growing and uh, by the way all these scenes this is 2014-15 all these scenes have grown like exponentially since then
0: and they're English speaking
1: they're English speaking yeah really Some of them That's are amazing they have like a, a so cool it's insane dude some, some of them have like their local like a different language and then also English because it, it Ironically, it's because of colonization. So, like Malaysia and Singapore are both British colonized. So, English stand up, baby, and oh, wow. uh, yeah. So I did stand up in Kuala Aren't they before. their own things Th- now? They're their own countries now. Yeah. I think that's my roommate. Okay, cool. Um, I thought someone was just I thought breaking into the window. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, should we just keep going? <laughs> yeah, <that's fine. laughs> you're getting robbed all yeah. We're just gonna keep just just but keep just it like down. I can't
0: press pause. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I'm just like let them rob my house. We gotta so keep, keep like rolling. Living. This is good stuff. So. Yeah.
1: No, but uh, yeah, so I did um, I would basically pick cities that my girlfriend at the time was willing to travel to, but that also had stand-up scenes, and I would look up those shows online and message them on Facebook. Like cuz I was already doing that in the US, like all the sh- I was self, you know, booking myself by like messaging a billion bookers, getting a billion nos, but getting like two yeses. And that's how I was finding work back in like 2013 through 15, basically.
0: Really? Yeah. And were you in the Bay Area at the time? Sacramento. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so it's even deeper.
1: Yeah, deeper in the cuts, dude. Yeah, man. Sacramento is the best because it's like a mix of conservative and liberal. Like, if, you know, if you go closer to San Francisco, it's like got the San Francisco feel there, but it's
0: also got like the Lodi feel. If you've been to Lodi.
1: I haven't. Stockton, Merced. But I
0: can imagine that's like... Fucking Trenton or, like, Tacoma or whatever in Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's that. And so... Renton? Trenton? Is it like... I
0: don't know what it's called. I think Renton. Well,
1: Sac used to be a cow town, you know? And so it was like... It's the perfect mix of if you're going to go on the road, you know how to handle both crowds. Yeah. 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 Because if you go
0: too liberal, then it'll be hard to go on the road because they'll fucking boot you off stage.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, most... I would say more scenes are n- not like not PC, if you know what i mean? Like they're progressive, but some of the shit that like crushes in like a super PC room, it's hard to take it on the road. But it, but that being said, i think there's a way to do the blend of that where you're communicating to a crowd on the road that's like maybe more conservative but you're able to get liberal ideas across if uh-huh. that makes sense. I I'm, I'm just speaking for my own self. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. kind of the way I approach it, I think. That's interesting. Like I
0: haven't done road work like that. Yeah.
1: Do you want It's I think it depends what like again, I think you have a strong power of like manifesting shit. I believe in you. Man. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Man. Do you think that's even that's been in your mind or
0: like doing road work? Yeah. I don't know. Like well, honestly, when I think of road work it makes me sad, so I don't know. I don't <laughs> like, think I would want that. Yeah, yeah. Dude, like the I, idea of like getting in a car, here. yeah, and like driving for hours with a, a comedian and eating McDonald's. <laughs> this is what I imagine. I go in a car with oh like my God, a, so some forty-seven-year-old comedian takes yeah. me under their wing. Yeah, we eat McDonald's every day. Yeah, like drink every night. I become an alcoholic. Yeah, and then we go to. Did you basically travel like five hours to go to this room? You're
1: basically saving my time. Me time of like what my first five years in comedy were. Is it that? <laughs> it is this? Yeah. And you go going, and, and you get
0: going. to um, a bar and you're like, okay, here's the gig. And the comedian's like condescending to you. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Or you have a good relationship. But I imagine there's probably a condescending vibe.
1: He's probably condescending in a way that makes him feel good, but also seems helpful in his head. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Give exactly. Me advice that's probably not. Yeah, a good like um,
0: like uh, Mr. Miyagi type of thing. Mr.
1: Miyagi, but if Mr. Miyagi
0: was like cruel. Was full <laughs> of shit. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then you get to it. This is what uh, just purely what I imagined and maybe kinda based on what I've heard. Yeah. And then you go to a bar show, there's seventeen people, and you get paid eleven dollars and fifty cents. And then you hate yourself.
1: It's an exact I think, you know, okay, so all these things except I loved it, dude. Oh really? For oh, like five years. Damn. I fucking so loved you like really like it. I loved it, but also there would be times where I was like, I hated it too. Like but but uh, it you were on the road? I was on the road. So before I did the Asia-Europe thing, I think the way I was able to do that confidently was because I was doing that throughout the U.S. I would be like, I would book a trip up through the Pacific So Northwest. this is after college? After college. So I would say in order, it was like after college, I went woofing in Hawaii. No stand-up. That was just farming to be like a man of the farm uh-huh. life. And then just loved it. And then came back, went super hard into stand-up, and started booking like triple runs. You know that?
0: No. No. Oh, dude! What
1: joy. is that? Triple Run is a run through like the w- Pacific Northwest, doing like casinos, bars, bowling alleys, all these. Oh, really? All these notoriously rough grinding. Like specifically gigs. in
0: the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, booked Tribble? by a guy named
1: Dave Tribble. Oh. So everyone thinks it's Triple, but it's Dave Tribble, based oh. on his name. And uh, he even has an interview talking about how it's just this grind. I think I met Dave. Did you He's he's. I think he's from Seattle or Tacoma. Tribble. Old white dude
0: yeah I think he saw my set yeah and he's just like I did some joke about like making fun of like modern rap or something yeah he's like you don't do a good impression of the rap it just doesn't make sense don't do that joke don't, and then it, <laughs> and then I'm like great so his first uh, impression of me was like you're bad at comedy and yeah. I'm like all right well
1: how 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 were you at the time thinking this guy's advice is real or were you like I don't care
0: um, I mean, I was hoping that he would like my set. I thought I did well, too, with the mic, and I was hoping he would like it. Um, yeah. I was just sad, and I just didn't like it. I always like, take right. that shit with a grain of salt. Like, I actually stopped. it was sad, though, because I'm like, I'm like, well, what's the point of doing this set if it's not going to get me booked, or this bit? Yeah. And I actually liked that bit a lot, so I, I think I'm going to do it again. Bring it back, dude. I'm bring going it back, man. Because yeah. it was funny. And plus, you're, and I knew it was funny.
1: you're a stronger comic now, too, so you can make it even better, you know. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah,
0: but um. Anyway, but yeah, um. That so sounds fun doing yeah. casinos and stuff like that. I know there's what's the other booker's name? The female booker.
1: That's in the northwest. Yeah. Pat like, Wilson.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's the other one. She yeah, books dude. all the casinos, right?
1: Anyone, anyone who listens to this is gonna be googling this shit, trying to get. <laughs> I know.
0: Did you get into contact with her too?
1: I did. I did a few with her. I did a few with Dave Tribble. How do you do these? Like you just hit them up. Well, it was a mix because you—it's almost like it helps to have a reference. Some some guy who was hardcore road comic. So for me, where you thought that that would suck, all that stuff. When I was 23, 24, I thought that would be amazing. I was like, really? I just want to go on the road. I want to like just live that romantic, romanticized life of it. But there were uh, it, it wasn't all great. There's a lot of times where I fucking hated it. Did I'd you do with friends? Hotel. I would do it by myself and like a headliner. So I was featuring.
0: Really? Yeah. I that would does sound cool. I mean, if yeah. you're getting featuring spots, it's pretty good stage time. I would just yeah. feel like me personally, I think I would get like kinda lonely or there something. Was, oh dude,
1: a hundred percent. So I, I definitely became an alcoholic through that. Like I'm really? so I'm sober now. I don't even drink. Yeah. So like that but I've been sober for like a year. Maybe a year. But like that's when it all started, dude. So the the combo was I would go on the road. Drink a like, drink a shit ton of coffee, and then do the show, and then come back down with like a shit ton of alcohol, and just party with people from the crowd, from the audience. But it it was some crazy shit out there. Like I've I've been in, s- I haven't been in the bar fights, but I've been in so many bars, like that turned into like a bar fight. Like a dude like, uh, like like bar fights where people like breaking bottles on each other's heads and shit what? like that. Because it's just a random small town. That's the their entertainment. Of, yes. That's so like it's like their, their entertainment <laughs> is like a comedy. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit, who's fighting tonight? Like, they're not even in the same weight class. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, like, shit like that, that I think, if you think about, like, manifesting, looking back, I think I kind of wanted that stuff back then. Like, I wanted to experience it. I wanted to, like, to me, that was romanticized. Because you like to
0: travel. That's like your whole, you like, I mean, you travel the world, you travel the U.S. Yeah, yeah. I guess you wanted to just, did you just want that after college?
1: I think I did. I think I did and still do. But like you said, I want to find this balance where it's not lonely though.
0: I need to do it with friends. Like yeah. I would do it if I had like four really fun friends. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then that like, like a movie or our thing. girlfriends or something. And then we yeah. all travel in like a tour bus. Like that would be fun. Yeah. And yeah. then you don't have other responsibilities, and you could still... I like to have structure in my day. I so, love like, it. I yeah. need to, like, go to the gym. I need to, Dude, like you,
1: you're the tour manager on the tour. You're the one that you're the one that would make sure everyone doesn't get depressed by, by the plan, you know? I know. We'd, I'd have to, like, yeah. structure. We'd have, like... Hey, no did you guys morning. exercise today? Like, yeah. Oh, thanks, Austin. <laughs> Dude,
0: Forgot. it's hard. I mean, when you're going to all those shows, I feel like becoming an alcoholic is very easy. Yeah. Um, I was talking to my girlfriend about this because, like, we still like to drink like yeah once i think or twice a week great. yeah yeah um and like i say go, that, go out and do that <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. i part of me is scared because i actually that is something that i've been seeing a lot of recently is that Alcoholic so many comics. comedians are posting been sober for x amount of days and i'm like i was just part of like my comedy trajectory i have to become sober yeah i'm yeah. like does that mean i'm not sober what well, does that mean? I
1: think it's just because of con- it's the world, right? We're always around it, so you're they're always conscious of.
0: You're constantly getting f- free drinks or whatever, yeah. drink tickets, all this bullshit. I think it's
1: without like it inevitably you have to become aware, otherwise it can take over, and so I think that's why like everyone's posting about it, because like I mean, other jobs it's not you're not like. Drinking every day. You're not given alcohol by in
0: exchange for your work. I'm not yeah. like working at my tech job, and they're like, "All right, good work. Here's a beer." Exactly. Yeah. you killed it today, man? Can I buy you a drink? Well, yeah. actually, like low key at the other, at a lot of startups, it is like that. It is. Yeah. Like yeah, in yeah. New York, it'll yeah. be like, "All right, you're done with the work. Well, go to our tap." Yeah. Our yeah, beer yeah. tap. And my dude, my my church is like that. I mean, <laughs> like you're what your church is like in a, a bad startup. Not like, yeah. <laughs> like, a, a tap. Well, it's just like, like it's
1: like we uh th- we go out like they go out a lot and that's so funny. And uh, and um, everybody drinks a little bit, so yeah. <laughs> your church. They're fine. They're, they're fun people, man. I love I love my church. Shout Lego out heart. Inside Out L A and Echo Park, dude. I do jujitsu there too. Sure. That's where I do it.
0: What the hell is your church? Well, you yeah. do? Jujitsu. My at church? church is
1: basically just like a bachelor pad, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it the opposite of? It?
1: It's called Inside Out. Inside Out L A. Yeah. So they have jujitsu and then the life groups, which are like. Your church is an MTV reality show.
0: It's like Cribs, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like you know, What Up? What is
1: that inside Out. Yeah, yo, welcome to Inside
0: Out, dude. This is the, the Jiu Jitsu room. So first up in the mornings, we do uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Yeah, uh, just to get ready for the sermon in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what the It's so they're all
1: they're all dope. Like my pastor's, like really chill. Like I, it's the first dude, church I felt so like funny. where I go to, where I don't feel like I'm not. Pure enough, you know what I mean? To be in, like the second people found out, find out what I what I've been up to in comedy and all that stuff, I feel like, oh shit, I'm kicked out. But there, they've like been to shows. <clears throat> My pastor went to a dirty show, like it was Bill as a dirty show, and uh, and he was cool.
0: That's so fun. There is a trend of like I notice it's becoming more acceptable to be religious again. So a lot of people <laughs> are <laughs> like, yeah, like doing right, that. Yeah. Like I think I was talking to Nathan about this. It's yeah. like more socially acceptable. Yeah. Like to be like, yeah, I'm Christian. Before you, you had so to hide I'm it. Yeah. Like, But, like, in probably literally just four years ago, yeah, just, like, 2015, if maybe specifically, Not cool at all. it's, like, you know, if you're Christian, that's oppressive. Yeah, but now, exactly. People are, like, yeah, I'm Christian, and I'm a homie. Like, yeah. that's, like, the new, like, I was at this, um. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Christian, but, like, I'm, I'm also fun. sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, There's okay, all this stuff out there. I uh, yeah. chugged that fucking wine at the end. Yeah, like, <laughs> we slap the bag. We <laughs> yeah, we have our bread and we slap the bag yeah, at the end yeah, of oh our gosh. sermon. Um, we got
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, like they have all the activities that are just like chill. Well, I think it was because of the political. It was it was because of religion being used for political agendas yeah. where people are like, um, trying to get more votes because like, or like the institution of anti anti. LGBT stuff. It
0: was more anti
1: institutional Christianity. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now, but people were all on board with the spiritual side yeah, of things. man. It's uh, like the crystals
1: of LA merged together with like, oh, I guess I can get that from the religion I grew up with. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um yeah, I would work at this um this is a really cool coffee shop in Santa Monica called Metropolis and they have super high speed internet. Love and it. pay what you will coffee and what? like nitro cold brew and stuff. It's pay what best. you will. What does that mean? Like you pay them whatever you want. It's donation like based. It's okay. really nice. It's yeah. actually a great place to work in Santa yeah. Monica. Yeah. Arizona in 6th. And um, it was so funny because there's also a church, and the people that work there are like, <laughs> these, these, like these literal – like Oh, my gosh. I guess there's like a, a church in the it back. It's also a church. Or yeah. I don't know where, but it yeah. didn't feel like a church. It was just yeah. like a cool coffee shop. <laughs> and then like all the people that work there are like, yo, what's up, homie? Oh, dude, you're still doing comedy, dude? And they're like yeah. literally like – blonde, like, surfer bros, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they're just, like, extremely Christian and recently married. Yeah. And yeah, they're like, yeah. yo, what's up? It's and just, like, I love that it, it, aren't, it, it, those are opposites in my mind. Yeah, so and then I much.
1: think that's where it's starting to merge, is, like, realizing that you don't have to just be one, like, oh, okay, I'm Christian, now I have to fill this box, like, you can still be a person. And I think that's what people are realizing. And that's what I'm realizing now, too. Because, like, I don't think, I think for a long time I felt like I would go to church, and I was like, oh shit, I gotta be... Like that dude right there who had like five kids and is like, I don't know, just seems pure in some way. <laughs> yeah. And then and I'm like, Yeah, I think I relate more with like that surfer dude, you know, at church and stuff. But like, um, I love that phrase. It just but it also was it was also church. <laughs> <laughs> it was also church. Because that can be so many things now. In LA, where it's like, yeah, man, I went to this concert, but it was also church uh, <laughs> <laughs> or like a bar. All these things, man. I <laughs> that's so true, dude. It's it's so I've I've, I've had so many conversations about church religion because, like, in a good way, but in a way of like, I think I struggled with it for so long of like. Believing in any organized religion uh-huh. You know what I mean it People just are
0: mostly against that I feel like yeah, that's yeah. what everyone's against
1: Well I was turned off to it for so long Because of all the like LGBT stuff I tried to uh, I, I had a morality class in high school And I brought up the question of If we could have a gay straight alliance At this catholic high school And that was shit like Like Did not get a lot of love You know And really? that, that turned me in Immorality Yeah in my And morality they said it's class. immoral They just no nobody wanted to answer my questions. It was like, uh, which I understand. It's they almost felt like maybe I was trolling them or something. But I was serious. I was like, well, they have it across the street at the this public school, and I'm sure we have kids who are gay or whatever at our all boys high school. And so I was like, basically, where do they feel comfortable at our school, you know, and all that stuff. And then most a lot of the. A lot of the people just didn't want to answer the questions, and um, and that kind of threw me off. But I think today, now the Catholic Church is more open minded to it because we got this new, the new Pope who's like, surfer homie. That's <laughs> so funny, yeah, dude. Surfer homies are showing up in every religion now.
0: That's so funny. Yeah. The idea of like a cool Pope. Yeah, I'm just a cool <laughs> Pope. Yeah, he was a cool Italian Pope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The I the like surfs. oat milk in my espresso. <laughs> um, so that's funny So yeah. Cool We were talking I know You're on these interesting tangents I know dude But I'm interested in it Oh yeah So you're talking about your road work too Because we were talking about How the road work went into you traveling And then you did that Basically you applied that internationally So um, Yeah And then we talked about like alcoholism And stuff like that Yeah um, <laughs> um, So okay If you were to do road work today What would that look like How would you do it differently
1: yeah. Everything you said sounds awesome. So if there was the ideal way, right? Say I have like a fan base so I can kind of be a little bit more selective of where I'm touring and how often I would tour, tour in a very healthy way where I can still have a social network somehow, not be lonely. I could do jujitsu. I could do some kind of like volunteering or service that makes me feel like fulfilled as a human being and then do shows.
0: Dude, me, you, Nathan, and Jesse should tour. My, my yeah. friend Jesse is yeah. um my buddy from who runs Socially Up With Me. He's Jesse, up in Seattle. Jesse month? Warren. Okay, got your
1: name. No, I just, I, I, may, I feel like I've heard his name in Seattle. He, he
0: runs yeah. a lot of shows in Seattle. He runs off the top weekly show. He produces at the Comedy Underground. Okay, We do shows there at Laughs. Sweet. Um, And he's also like, you're like 27? 28. 29. Oh, you're 29? Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's like 28 or something. Okay, so we're all kind of around the same they, boat. Yeah, I feel like we're all pretty similar in that way, actually. Yeah, dude. And that kind of, like, trying to on the grind and, like, trying to be well-rounded and yeah, stuff like that. That would be fun, dude. I, want, yeah, I would actually be love down, to, like, tour with, like, like-minded people that are...
1: I think doing that, like, setting up, c- like, conscious tours where, like, right now it's just, okay, I'll just fill my calendar with dates. But it's like, oh, no, this leg, I want to go with, like, Austin, Nathan, Jesse here. Okay, this leg like um, me and do you know Andrew Rolfo? Yeah, yeah. I, we're ta- we're I, I talking about doing some stuff together in January, and it's like stuff like that where it's like I want to go with friends.
0: That actually inspires me so much more than just like by myself. Like obviously you still have to do the like by yourself reaching yeah. out to shows in LA or whatever. Yeah, but I think I'd be much more inspired to have like a group of three people. Dude, this is
1: inspiring me just talking about it
0: right now. Yeah, I'm but like I want to go look at my calendar. When can I fill I this? I wonder out? if it's harder to do that like if you have a squad cuz yeah. like how do you get a squad booked on a show? Is that hard? Like I, I don't even know what have that's have like.
1: Enough people that are a draw. That's that's like the the tickets is like the the name of the game. So it's like booker, you know, a lot of bookers they they have artistic integrity, want really good comics, but at the end of the day they're running a business and need people to buy tickets so they can keep their lights on. So it's like you just got to have some Either one of you is a draw, or the show
0: is a draw. You know what I mean? Yeah, like dude, that's what we do for our, our tech rows. The show is a draw. Oh,
1: the te- tech I think is a built-in draw in certain places. I was sure.
0: talking to um, Sierra Catal. know, yeah. I, I briefly like um, she's su- awesome. Suggested the idea of like a tech tour of like mm-hmm. people. Did she, she work she, in tech? She studied computer science at Harvard. Um, oh, and like God. Jesse's computer science and I'm yeah, computer yeah. science. So fun. Like, oh, that would be a cool yeah. option. But it'd be cool to. Four wall and um, just have a unique niche angle for a show that's gonna draw people.
1: I th- I I think if you're gonna do a so tour too,
0: like some unique. I think there's a future, and in then that. you also make money yeah. doing that too. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, we like when we did the when you were in Seattle and I was in Seattle. we were doing the Crazy Book Asian show. Oh yeah, and they sold we out. met her.
0: Yeah, she, she sells out all those shows. Dude, Kiki, right? I, I don't
1: think she's ever not sold out a show. And I'm just like, oh wow, it's it's not. You know, I, I know I've, like, done some things, but it's not because of me. You know, it's, like, they're, they're just that
0: theme of that show. The theme sells out. Yeah. Dude, when I was there uh, in July, we sold for our Tech Row show 290 tickets twice mm. in, like, three weeks. Yeah. And it was insane. Because everyone, so all the interns were in town. Yeah.
1: So I think if you can do that, right, like, and maybe the theme is something you really believe in. So if, if there's a tour that is, like, aligned with everything you really, like, feel, that, dude, that sounds dope. Yeah. yeah. There's times
0: you can it's go like on the road and burst. just... <laughs> like type person tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know. That gets me excited, though. That's cool, yeah. That that would get me have excited. Have a tour bus, too. Yeah, and like actually just make money on our own just doing it. Well I don't I've know, that's cool.
1: I've heard of people liking the tour bus thing if you have a driver because you can sleep while you're traveling. Like, you sleep at, at night and then the driver's driving you and stuff like that. If, you know, but that's a whole other... I would
0: literally have to get satellite internet and code during the day. Really? Yeah. Could you to, do I that? To, my job. I could figure it out, probably.
1: Um, What are those things? Are oh, they and I have like
0: WeWork. Go Wi-Fi? Or something oh, like that? yeah. I think Is that a thing? Like things, those little Wi-Fi? Like those like, little adapters you can yeah. probably get. Um, Also, I have WeWork access. Okay. So, for my job... Um, we get I get to go to any WeWork in the country. Do yeah. You know what WeWork is? No, I don't. Is that like a? It's uh, like those like a spaces. Oh, I see. Okay, and I you get like those. free coffee and there's like beer on tap. Do you have to have like, like a like membership to it or? Yeah, but I can bring guests. Wow, dude! I'm allowed to invite guests. Just see, and then we could free. all just go
1: and like, just hang out. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Dude, I love it. That sounds fun. Now I'm, like, inspired. Yeah, um, same.
1: I know. It's like I just want to,
0: like, oh I like I want to do that. I want to do more stand-up. I yeah. mean, because I'm trying to do stand-up in L.A. and it sucks. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so getting stage time, I'm trying to come up with some process to, to get more. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I feel you. Like, finding the right rooms. Yeah, I might stuff. even just batch all my stand-up into two days and, like, literally just do all the 10-minute mics mm-hmm. and, like, maybe get, like, an hour of stage time in two days. Yeah. And then, like... Do improv and sketch on the other days, like Dude, that's just because it's do. like so miserable to do. I think, here?
1: yeah, that's that's w- that's also why I went on. The, I go on the road too, is I like the shows on the road, but it's the balance of. I remember heard like Pete Holmes talking about this on a podcast of like not getting too roady either, where your material becomes more like about being on the road or something. no, not not about being on the road, but it's almost like. Um, you know, like there's a difference between like a club and like an alt room. Yeah, it's like I feel like I want to do a mix of all the rooms so that way it can like still work. Like what I did on the club at the club can still work at an alt show. Uh huh. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I like the road, but I all those things just want to stay healthy on the road too. Like I'm about to be on the road for like a month and a half. Oh wow! But coming back and forth to LA, so I'll be in Singapore and then back in LA for three days, and then in Canada.
0: Back in LA for a few days, then Hawaii. Wow! So yeah. you planned all these comedy tours? Yeah.
1: Is it was actually each of them kind of reached out to me. So this one was nice. Like I've been li- I've been lucky to have like that do enough things that like people will reach out. You got to ke- I got to keep putting stuff out so that way people reach out. But um, what do you mean like? In I would say messaging. Or no, like no, like so the m- I did like the 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 Netflix fifteen minute specials. Yeah, yeah, that was so cool, and that helped a lot. Like a lot of stuff came in from that. So, um, and then I had worked with the club in Winnipeg before, so I'm kind of on their rotation. Um, and then the Hawaii sketch fest, I knew them from shows out here. So
0: it's just kind of like, Oh, Hawaii sketch fest. That yeah. sounds so chill. Dude, that sounds I'm so fun.
1: Exactly, dude. There's going to be, we have a few shows, but there's going to be a lot of time to just explore and go to the beach.
0: Yeah. That's so nice. And then I'm
1: doing a military base tour. Do after you make,
0: mo- you make money doing these yeah. things? They yeah, pay yeah. you. Yeah. Do they pay to fly you out to Hawaii. Yeah, so, that, so the Hawaii oh, wow, one, yeah, so pay for the pay flight.
1: I, I'm stoked, yeah, dude, yeah. <laughs> no, you're, you're Are you going headlining? It. No, so this one, it's like a festival, so I'm like the featured comic.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. Like, you're not even applying to the festival They're like we'll fly you out, just... Yeah, I mean,
1: that's so there's cool. a mix, like, I don't know, like I, I'm in this in-between where I'm getting to headline a lot of things, but there's still a lot of things I don't headline, you know? I yeah. feel
0: like me looking as I do... The only time I get flying out is like literally flying, at, flown out of a city. Like, <laughs> What do you like mean, I'm in leave? the city and then they fly me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> there. hey, could you get out of here? <laughs> uh, yeah, like, yeah we'll bull- will we're flying fly me anywhere. into a city. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nah, dude, I mean. I, I th- don't know. Maybe. I have to be good enough so that people will fly me out. Yeah. Because <laughs> like if you're just so funny, it transcends anything.
1: Yeah. I mean, Chappelle, dude. Like when I think of Chappelle and Zach Galifianakis both not having social media, I love. And I want to do that, but I'm also have to remember, like, well, they have all these things that allowed them to do that, and so it's like I don't know. But I'm on this vibe of like trying to do the things that bring you joy yeah. in comedy, because then I think that's when all that, thats where all that stuff really comes from. Yeah, like being able to be flown out, do all these things. It wasn't because you were working to get flown out; it was because you loved doing that thing, and you got so good at it because you loved doing it every day and so i'm trying to get back in touch with that cuz i've i definitely had periods where i lost that where i was just like oh I fucking hate stand
0: up yeah you but, forget the yeah. purpose of like why you're doing it in the first place yeah right like there's clearly something where you made people laugh to a point doing this thing and yeah. you really liked it so you kept doing it and then yeah eventually i feel like people who sight of that and especially in la you're just like well you're just aimlessly going to like open mics and you're like yeah this isn't fun i'm not like you, making you can get laugh. lost in it for sure yeah yeah Yeah. but I don't know, I feel like for singing it's different because you you could just be really good at singing and, <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like, I mean, maybe you're affected by the audience being there or, like, their energy and whatnot. different feedback. Oh, yeah, cause you, yeah, duh, you sing. I so sing in it, too, yeah. So how does that feel? Like, do you ever do just singing gigs and do you feel the difference? I
1: ha- You know, the weird thing is I haven't pursued music as much as I pursued comedy, even though music was, like, my first love, like, oh, I want to be a rock star, all that stuff. But, uh... I've when I have done singing stuff, it's more of like, you know what I, j- I get mo- to be real. I think I get more of a high from comedy. Yeah. If it's if it's like a, it's like a drug, like the comedy high is just so big, man. It's crazy. It's like when I really look back, that's maybe dictated why I went into this career versus music. But um, but I want to get back into music, too, actually. I want to like do like an EP and stuff
0: because you like the energy. It's like the laughing. I imagine if you're doing, like, when I think of a, a really good singer, like, they're singing really well, doing their acoustic set in a little room. and mm-hmm. People are kind of quietly listening. Mm-hmm. But when I think of a rock star, oh, I think yeah. of someone, like, they're that on stage too. and everyone's screaming. And that's why they like being a rock star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you can kill you it like as a rock a comedy, star community. the way comics
1: kill it, too, for sure. Like, yeah. I've seen, sh- way harder, actually. I've seen, like, rock concerts where I'm, like, I feel the,
0: it's like you're an addict, dude. Like You're like, oh, I want that, dude. I you know, know. I was watching Chance, and I'm like, Yeah, oh, you are you filming live? Yeah. And How was uh, it? ACL two years ago. He's so good. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, Wow, I need to be doing this. I want to do I need, that. I need to be rapping like Chance. No, i I'm yeah, like, I want to yeah. be doing like comedy fun. on Why a stage that's with an audience this big.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's something about that, man. There's something about that. So if the the part, the first part is don't let that, that control you, right? But then the second, like uh, when I think of it, like it can be unhealthy to just I need it. But at the same time, it's like the positive of what you get from it is like you're connecting with that many people on that big of a level and helping them all connect with each other. Yeah, people exactly. don't know each other. That's, like, that's the real high, I think.
0: Alright, right now, are you getting a lot of opportunities to perform in front of huge audiences?
1: Mm, it's a mix. I ha- like The biggest one I did was I was opening for Nick Offerman at Memorial Auditorium. Oh, nice. So that was probably the biggest. I, I mean, I have friends who opened for- What was for that? How many people? like 3 to 4000. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge auditorium. Right. And I remember thinking it like, in my mind like how cool is it going to be to li- like this exact thought was like to feel that energy and that the connection with this many people. Like the dude in the back of the auditorium and the dude in the front are going to be laughing at the same thing. Like that's going to be cool. And uh that was one of one of my favorite shows like that's to this so day. Cool. Yeah. But I And then I think about that. I have friends who open for, like, really big comics on the regular, doing these, like, stages. And I'm just like, damn, what's it like to do that every week? Like, it's crazy. Like, it's just such a high. Wow. The biggest
0: I performed in front of was... I performed in front of... uh, I was at this Microsoft... um, We just had this conference in Vegas. Oh, wow. And there was, like, a thousand... So you got to be clean, right? yeah, Yeah. There were, like, a thousand people that were cause I mean I worked there so it was just like my coworkers, and they were just also like in this whatever program Mm -hmm. out of college and then I just asked if I could do like five minutes on stage
1: and there's no it's cold there's no like other comics
0: no I wasn't it was literally just a development seminar thing like with like a coach or whatever wow and then I'm just like can I do stand up and they're like (laughs) cause it was such a weird request and they're like sure which I'm like Questioning their judgment I'm like <laughs> yeah like, like if I did anything funny. wrong yeah that isn't good I don't even know if I should be talking about this no, no it well, probably uh, makes my to, to,
1: to parallel it I feel <laughs> that with with girls sometimes if I ask them out or anything like that and they say yes to me in a certain situation I'm like whoa that's what's that right? <laughs> like, <Yeah. sharing? laughs> like you said yes to me and I I'm like, yeah in so this situation yeah, yeah but anyways, so I get I get that feeling um so yeah you're at the conference?
0: Yeah, and then I like they let me do it and it yeah. went well and I got these really cool pictures of me like with my oh, face blown up on the two amazing. screens and it was like wow this is Is it.
1: that your uh it's like your profile pic, right? Well, that was
0: actually from um that's recent. Okay. my cover photo. That was from Austin, Texas. Gotcha. Like 3 2 weeks. Is
1: ago. that another is that a comedy show or Yeah, that
0: was our tech roast show. Oh sick, dude. They had a really that big projector insane. on the wall and it looked really cool. I
1: got this packet. It's so loud. I'm not gonna do it right now. Okay, you're good. No worries. If you want it, we can pause or something.
0: Oh, uh, that's cool. But um, um, yeah. So you got a lot of cool things in comedy, like Kevin Hart's Heart of the City, Netflix. How did those things happen?
1: Uh, Heart of the City again, man. It's like um, they reached out to me, I from the they saw the YouTube video, so it was like Uh, oh the
0: 15 minute one.
1: Yeah, I almost feel like Mike that crest. Yes, yeah. My career's been like a chain of events since 2015.
0: Hey, walk me through it, can yeah. you? Yeah, sure. Right, interested. So,
1: dude, so I was uh, depressed, anxious, all these things. and Wow, well, you are starting
0: like a self-help guy. That's where you start, dude. <laughs> yeah. You're like telling your I was anxious, I was depressed. Yeah. There I was sitting, <laughs> dude, sitting yeah. in my apartment. I was 5,000 pounds. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. I love those things. He's <clears> always like whatever you have going on, he
0: felt His is too. worse. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I literally do a bit like... So that's a a good Tony Robbins. Thanks, dude. I've been starting. um, Sorry to like interrupt your actual. No, not at all. No, no, no. This is like the least charismatic thing you do. You're like, I was (laughs) depressed, and I'm like, made a joke. The (laughs) bouncer should have like caught (laughs) it. That reminds me of this impression I can do. Yeah, I know. Where was my bouncer, dude? Um, Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. But no, the bit is like. Oh, sometimes I'll open it. I'll do a character bit where I'll literally do a, a show as Tony Robbins. Like, I'll start so it as him. Awesome, and then someone dude. will come out and be like, all right, guys, let's get the energy up. Tony's coming. And then, like, music will play. That's so funny. And then um, I, I come it. out. And then I'm like, what do I say? I'm like, I get, I'm like, it's, uh. His seminar gets increasingly unrelatable as it goes on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because he'll be like, you know, when I was five years old, I weighed 396 pounds. I lived <laughs> under a bridge. I had no arms and no legs. <laughs> I had to vibrate to communicate. Yeah. I was literally an oyster for eight years. Yeah. Like, it's just like, what the oh fuck? Um, okay. Sorry for diving into that. No, but, not at all. Not at all. I,
1: I used to watch all these Tony Robbins videos and then he's like on it. He's always, he's filming it, how depressing his life was, but he's currently on a jet. Talking to like Warren Buffett, you know, I'm like, I know, yeah. it's
0: insane. This like it's that b- easy, huh? Anyone can do his it. His books are like, there I was above the clouds in a helicopter. Yeah, like made of gold. Yeah, <laughs> like, but I wasn't there 15 years ago. Um, what was it? Uh, 2015. Sorry. Oh yeah, 2015.
1: Back. No, no, no. Yeah, I was trying to retrace back, back step to it. So 2015, I wanted. I was really like desperate. I was on the verge of like maybe even like quitting or something. In a way because i just was like i gotta get a real job i was like you know i'm living at my parents house all my friends have real jobs and they're like some of them are like buying houses and shit so i was just like all right well i don't know this is like kind of my last stand i was like let's try to do uh and i just got back from asia and europe and then i filmed the crest video put it out on youtube my brother's friend was like hey this is funny can i put it on reddit like, yeah, I, I, I was afraid because I thought Reddit was just places where people tear shit apart and just troll you like whatever. It won't hurt. And then that's where it went viral was on Reddit top of our videos. It reached the top. Yeah, the front page or whatever. And was like trending for like a few days. And so that's, that's where everything
0: goes viral, dude.
1: And that was it. And it was like it was wild because all the stuff that goes viral on YouTube, especially at that time and now we're like one minute to three minute videos, you know? It was like a 15 minute stand up set and people were willing to watch that. That's amazing. If it was you had crazy. engagement on
0: that? Yeah. Are you able to see the analytics? I How think much people watch it all the way through?
1: Uh I don't know. I, I dude, I was so not tech savvy and continue to be right now. Do you have the account? I
0: do. Yeah. I bet you can see like the average view time. Maybe I should look and back. And see what the engagement if is. If people finish watch it all the way yeah. through, that's kind of interesting with a video that long.
1: I know and I know it got a lot of comments. I know it got comments from people around the world. So that was cool. And that was the first inspiration or one of my inspirations is like still one of my dreams is try to tour like internationally and stuff. But uh, so it was that a few I got my college agent a few months later. um, The producer from Heart of the City
0: Comedy Central show for Kevin Hart uh,
1: reached out to me. I thought it was like not real because I've gotten emails like that before where they're like, hey, do you want to be on a TV show?
0: Someone else said this, too. Yeah. <clears throat> My friend Bo Johnson did that show, uh-huh. and I think he thought it was fake. Yeah, I could be wrong. Because they, because I, I th- him wrong. no no, I
1: think they reach out. It, I get it, because they reach out very noncommittal in case they're not going to use you. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, are you free this date? I'm like, I I think so. And then they confirmed it literally the Friday before that Monday that we taped. So I, I, wow! I had like what the hell? Yeah, and uh, so then I taped that, and then I signed with this manager at the time and then it was like, and then I got like a momentum of credits of like, I did the heart of the city thing. I did this MTV show that got canceled and then I did uh, stand up NBC and then won it and then got JFL. It was like all kind of an order building, d- building up like all these things kept going and from JFL to the Netflix thing, the Netflix thing to now I'm like pitching like a TV show and stuff. And then, that's just kinda where I'm at now. It's like figuring out what do I d- like I've been working off of like this momentum and really grateful to be here and it's like now what plays do I make? Like what do I what do I do? What do I really want to do? With a mix of like I still <sighs> it's it's I don't know, it's tough because I have to like I feel like I have to make like the right choice almost. But but that's also just me getting in my head because it's like I think all that stuff just came because I was having fun
0: and, like, focusing on um, what really made me happy and, like, I don't know. So you're not yeah. sure what the final product is, like, what you want out of it all? Like, what the next big thing you want to make is? I think, uh, as crazy as it sounds, like, I
1: want to get back in touch with, like, um, what made me, like, stand-up. Uh huh. That's where I'm at right now.
0: Do you have an hour special?
1: I don't, no. So I have the 15, but... I kind of want to do, like, a 30-minute or, like, an hour next.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's just having... I I just have to make arbitrary goals for myself of, like, a product to work towards. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Even having the vision of, like, a one-man hour or something, Mm -hmm. having something like that will just drive all your actions, I think. Yeah. Like, having some grandiose goal like For sure, yeah. Maybe. I I I agree with you.
1: I agree with you. You know, like, if I get... Truly deep into it. Where I'm at now is like, <laughs> because I like you know I got baptized in all these things in July. I think. Uh, oh wow. I think Nathan might have too, right? Then he. I don't baptized know. Baptized or something. I don't know. He goes doing to church. A, a lot of religious thing. stuff. So yeah. I don't really know. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Jew. Yeah. I'm not on. I don't know. What's well, so with yours I is not. in your blood, just in your culture.
0: Yeah, I was kind of like. I was born into it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my mom's Jewish. George my dad's here. Catholic.
1: Yeah. Uh, I I grew up Catholic. Yeah. Um, but, I, dude, I'm in this place where it's like, to be real, it's like whatever is, to quote Drake, uh, God's plan, you know, I'm like, I think I've spent so much time manifesting what I think will make me happy and then I wasn't happy. And so now I'm like, well, whatever I can do to like serve God's plan or like some greater purpose than myself. Yeah. I think that'll lead to the right place. And uh, there's like, this is the first I I've really committed to that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's hard to figure that stuff out. Yeah, what, what what that means, what that is,
1: I have no idea. I mean, every day I'm like, well, let me let me go back and just control it and like manifest my own goal. But I think it's like, if I can think of each career decision in a way that's like not about me, but like about how I can use my talents to serve some greater purpose or something. And that sounds like like yeah. grandiose, but I think it'll, it'll be an easier decision to make.
0: That's cool. Yeah,
1: because a lot of things I did where it was like. Uh, I thought that it would affect my happiness level more than it actually did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and so, but then when I look to this year, the things that really affected my happiness level were like doing jujitsu, like hanging out with friends. Yeah, these, these things. The and little then,
0: things like that.
1: Yeah, and just creating. Like, it wasn't creating because this thing made a lot of money. It was just like creating because it was fun.
0: Yeah, that's it? cool. Um. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, go uh, for I guess it. Okay. I just don't this wait. editing's going to be so annoying. Can we talk about it?
1: So your mom's calling you. Oh, yeah. Oh, my mom's calling me. Because you got her an Uber.
0: I called her an Uber, and she's like having trouble like functioning yeah. with it or something. But,
1: but the Uber left, and then she called it again. So I think she could be getting kidnapped. And so you might want to call her. <laughs> wait, so you actually think it's concerning? No, I don't know. I would call her just in case. You never know. Yeah. Who okay, knows? I can call her. Could be the start of a Netflix documentary. She'll
0: leave it on. <laughs> I feel like this makes it more authentic Yeah It's
1: more interesting
0: Dude this is inspiring me I think I want to do like prank calls Not yeah. to my mom But like Just on the- Hey Austin Are you in the Uber? Yeah I am sweetie I need an Uber tomorrow too At 3 At my time 3.30 Okay sounds good I'm in a podcast interview I'll talk to you later Everyone's in to I'll call you a little later Austin Okay I love you Talk to you soon I love you Bye Bye I feel like everyone's going to be like, dick, just hanging up. Um, your mom sounds nice, though. She sounds sweet. Okay, thanks. Um, okay, so
1: your mom's fine. She didn't get kidnapped. She's not kidnapped. That's good. We just need to make sure. Is it
0: bad that you were more worried than me? <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: I've just been watching too many crime documentaries, you know? Uh, so that's where I'm at. I'm oh, I feel you. Yeah. And then I was up late last night watching YouTube videos of... Uh, of people almost dying so like i feel like i'm always paranoid mm, now pretty morbid yeah i was watching like skydivers uh i shouldn't be alive those different things have you seen
0: those oh yeah i think so
1: yeah, yeah. one of them was like this guy jumped out of a plane and their because their plane was crashing and was just stranded in the ocean wow yeah and he lived because he's telling the story but i didn't i didn't see the end i didn't see how he survived probably should have was it. he
0: like um debilitated in some way no he looked fine that's pretty cool. Yeah, you jump out and land in the water, and you're just well. He had a he had a parachute. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. I, I thought know. he just like dived. That would be sick, dude. Like it's a like, pencil dive makes me feel so. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Is it possible to pencil dive that far? Would you shatter your feet? I think you would die. Joints? I
1: think you would die. I'm pretty sure. Uh, just on impact in general. Yeah, but I think about it. Like if I get out of a plane, <laughs> and then just, like pencil right at the end, and we're like, oh.
0: I'm like what well if it's a perfect dive? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, From <laughs> but I guess at that your head'll shatter probably. Mm, maybe. I don't know. That sounds know. terrible. Yeah. Um, we gotta get to the bottom of this. So, what are some totally uh, transitioning here? But yeah. uh, what are some of the habits that you think you've adopted that have um, led to your success and in, in comedy and traveling and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, um, a lot of the same stuff you said. Honestly, like I think in the peak of uh, of like getting out of not working to working, I was writing. I had a writing habit every day. I had my goals written out on that journal every day and things I would do to get to that. Good. And then it didn't matter how long it took. I was just like, as long as I do these things every day. So it wasn't like, oh, I got to get a TV credit by this time. It was like, if I keep doing this stuff today, tomorrow, the next day, something good will happen. And there was anxiety and stuff through that because there was no guarantee. I'm just working, living at my parents' house, doing open mics. But thankfully, it did work out. (laughs) That's amazing. Just got to like, had to keep pushing through that and all that stuff and and then having a good support network through that too because comedy can be hard.
0: So you said you were, d- you had depression. Yeah. How did you deal with that and get over it? Well, I think I, I'm
1: learning looking back. I don't know if it's just the feel of comedy but like I've dealt with it multiple times and back then I didn't deal with it well because I was just, just, I don't know, doing crazy shit to deal with it and then uh, like drinking way too much and just like
0: I don't know. Do so it. you would drink in response to depression? I would Or pr- you would drink also and like it's not did like you feel I d- like I don't it think was? I
1: thought of it at the time as like I was using it as that, but I, f- I for sure was. It was like oh I'm down so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go party or something, you know, not knowing what that meant or something. But I would like yeah, I would just get like blackout drunk like every night. Like on the road. And every stuff like night. That. Uh like multiple nights in a week. Yeah. I would I just get like super blacked out and then um Oh, that's so funny, dude. I'm talking about this stuff and, like, my sponsor's calling me. <laughs> was Did Do you yeah. need to take it? No, no, I'll call him back later. Okay. But, uh, and just, like, stuff like that. But now, this time around, that was, like, you know, 24, 25. This time around with it, I'm actually doing real work to be healthy. So, it's, like, I started going to therapy, you know, doing recovery, like, AA stuff. That's, that's That was stuff for me, like, personally, I felt like I should go and then um, checking in with like friends and family that's cool any
0: advice for people that are struggling with depression doing comedy yeah
1: that's a good question man Um, I think just talk like honestly that was the first thing that got me out of it was like I think I I felt this like need to always look like everything's okay and I'm always grinding like when I'm in LA because like you get in a circle and it's uh, in my head but it feels like everyone's just doing so much that if I don't say that I'm just grinding 24-7 and, and I'm always, you know, doing this, working on new shit. Like, what are you up to, man? Just working on new shit. Yeah. And developing shows. And, uh, you know, you, you, you are doing those things, but it's like, underneath that, I was also going through a really hard time and not telling about anyone about it. And so, I think the biggest thing is just having a release valve to talk about that shit and let people feel like it's okay to not be okay and uh, and talk to people about it. Like, I think I have, like, a good s- group of comics now who I can talk to about that stuff, and uh, and it's okay. And so that's where I feel better. Like, if I have a set that I'm depressed after, I, n- I have, like, a list of comics to call. Like, literally on my phone. Like, a list of, like, oh okay, I'll call. Well uh, they're, like, good friends, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, guys who I would talk to about, not comedy stuff, but, like, if I went through a breakup or, like, um, I don't know, like, a family member died or something like that. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's g- It's good to have that mix, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah that's cool that's good uh, wisdom yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah man I mean your life is just so cool you're just like traveling and doing comedy and it seems like this your YouTube video spiraled a lot of it yeah would you say yeah. a lot of, attribute a lot of it to that I
1: guess that's the it's Why, funny just. I'm just domino it's the funny the just accepting li- like we're just talking about accepting compliments where it's just like it's, it's a hard place to just sit there and be like yeah my life is awesome man <laughs> and uh but no, no, because like, I, I, uh, it's just like working through a lot of stuff, even my, myself, of trying to accept compliments more. But like, um, yeah, looking back, it's funny because the YouTube video did start a lot of stuff and crazy shit just to, to bring it back. Like, I w- that's the time when I started going back to church, too. Like, I've had this. We started what? Going, going back, back to church. Oh, uh, really? This like struggle. I don't. That's not the advice I have for all comics. So just go to church, dude, and you'll get your Netflix special. But it was like, it's not that it was church. I think just finding something greater than just, oh, my own success is why I'm going to do stuff. And so, like, um, like at that time, it was like the, thing w- the goal wasn't to have a viral YouTube video. It was like to just kind of be healthier again because, like, yeah, I don't know. But, like, honestly, what happened at that time was I got a DUI. It was like 2015. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, got this DUI. All this crazy shit, and then, uh, and then I started going back to church and stuff, and then, like, all this good stuff started happening. But then I, like, kind of fell off again. But um, I would say th- the question was about the YouTube video and all that stuff. I think it was, like, yeah, it's hard because you can't predict stuff like that. You know, you can put out so much content, you don't know what's going to go well. You can have a late-night set, you don't know if it's going to go well. So it's, like, I think it – I think for me, it was just what now it's like, what can I do to have longevity where I'm still doing this in my like forties, you know? Yeah. Fifties, all that stuff and happy.
0: Like I don't want to be like a jaded comic. Yeah. Like still pushing the envelope. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. cool, dude. Any parting wisdom for people? Um,
1: parting wisdom, <laughs> man. Anything? I don't know. Take all this stuff with a grain of salt. Cause I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, you yeah. know, Cool, dude. Where can uh, people find you and your upcoming stuff?
1: Yeah, so uh, Instagram, JRDGUZ, even though I, I deleted it today. <laughs> uh, so we so won't respond to you, but. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can follow him. Instagram, JRDGUZ. My website's JRDGuzman.com, and that has all my social media stuff on it.
0: Cool, dude. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for doing
1: this. Dude, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, of course. Appreciate it.
0: Thank you all for tuning into this episode. If you liked what you heard, please share it on social media with your friends. Uh, My handles at Working Comic Podcast and my personal handle is at Austin Nasso. If you want to follow me, please do that. Show your support for the show. And roughly two to three times a month, I'm going to be interviewing more up and coming comics, festival runners, producers, writers, uh, people working in all facets of comedy and entertainment to help you all jumpstart your career and figure out what you want to do and how you can do it so tune in and thanks